Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd If he says potato salad or swear to God Those expressions are comedic, little darling If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt Todd's almost always joking when he says, edit it out The intro goes long, cause Todd's so big hearted Other podcasts end before his on a phone but don't worry the audio of the show is at a higher quality you know the podcasters association voted the time that show with number one so Today, I, we had a conversation about when it is time to maybe let a friendship part ways. And we compared it, which you'll hear in the show, to maybe sometimes when people get a divorce. But I also wanted to preface this, and I'm glad I remembered it. Listen, you don't want to go through your friends, including me, with a heavy hand and just start anybody that disagrees with you Xing them out of your life. Sometimes the people you X out of your life are the people you need in your life the most. So it's a decision that has to be made, you know, with a lot of thought. Otherwise, you'll find yourself with not the right group of friends around you. The conversation was about, after a lot of hard thought, a lot of hard thought, friends are precious. But the other extreme, 
going back to what I was saying on the show today, otherwise, and I am going back there, but otherwise there'd be no validity to anything I said, and there is. I was just prefacing it. Be careful with it, as I am. But I'm saying things to other people now, and I know some people in my life that have the people that, let's say there's someone trying to help you get off drugs, and they're bothering you, and they're driving you up the wall, and you go, I'm getting them out of my life, like Todd said. No. So all I'm saying, I don't know your individual situations. But I don't go back on what I said, mean, mean not in an immature way, like I'm not going to go back on what I said. There is validity to what I said, but be very careful when doing it. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, you know, you talk to people about it. What do I do? And uh, so I feel much more comfortable that I said this now that you're going to listen to the show. And I've alluded to some of these things last week, too. Wow, so much heavy shit, man. Wow. So, here we go. I'm going to roll. I'm going to... Aristotle? I don't think there's anything else. I think... I think... uh, Well, since I'm doing the shows myself... I have time to talk now before with all the other people in the studio. Wow, I never had a chance. (laughs) So enjoy the show, and don't forget, watch my Netflix special. Act happy. Don't forget. Don't forget, it got an award. All right, Aristotle. Roll it in. You know what? I forgot one more thing, and then Aristotle can throw to the show. I got an email about someone saying sometimes they can get overwhelmed when it comes to making the right choices or change in life overwhelmingly. Any change in life or understanding a group of people or understanding a movement or things I might say on the podcast... I know I have it happen with things I hear people say on their podcasts or when I watch something on television. That if you're just trying, and I'm not being just like a, you know, a second grade teacher, or hopefully, maybe I am, but you're not, I'm not just trying to be disingenuous. Like, oh, if you're trying, you're doing a great job. But it's really true. If you're just trying to whatever it is, they're talking about change in life and understanding all over the gambit, if you're just trying to tr- new things and ch- unraveling old thoughts and putting in new thoughts, if you're really just trying, you're doing a great job. I talked to almost Dr. Kevin Sousa about that, and it can get overwhelming, especially with what's going on right now on this planet. But even when this wasn't going on, these things happen. And again, it can get overwhelming. So much happening, but it's all good. You know, it can only get as good as it gets bad. So maybe we're in those times right now. The worse it gets, the better it can get. So just hold on. Take deep breaths. I know it gets overwhelming for a lot of people. And I hope you come here to this show like a warm blanket, we'll be silly, we'll talk about stuff, but here you're loved, and um, 
there you go. So now, Aristotle, you can do your thing. It's a solo Todd Glass show. The only guest is the host. And Todd is the host. Girlfriend's brother just hightailed out of here. Well, he gets that. He records it, and then he. I'm by myself. Truth. It is week ten. It's hot solo again. From quarantine. COVID nineteen. To help us for that then he leaves Could not be any more excited to be in here. Oh my God, Daniel Kino, he's calling already. Hold on, let me, let me, uh, truth, truth. Okay, Daniel, you are on the podcast, but you're calling early. Well, I thought I'd surprise you. Well, I haven't even gotten started yet. Okay, well, you want me to call you back? Can I call you back? When? You sound great, by the way. I got, you know, it's not as good as it's going to be because, like I said, Jonathan and Aristotle are coming in. We're going to be able to take my phone crisp into that board. But for now, I figured out another way. Give me a few minutes. What are you doing in the background already? You're, what are you doing? Oh, I was just unwinding my headphones so I can plug them in. All right. It sounds like you know you're going to do a podcast, but you also you wanted to take the hubcaps off of your car. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll call you back. I'll, let me get, let me just get things going. Okay, cool. All right, bye. It's back to the show. So I couldn't be any more excited to be here. As you just heard, we, you know, are so close to getting JT in here. 
Jonathan, and uh, Aristotle. It'll be fun also to see them. And uh, we figured out a way to take the phone right into the board. It's going to get so clean, you're not going to know what to do. And I understand if you're listening to the show and you're like, I like it, but it's getting better in our, what I call, sort of, uh, you know, when you just patch it together. You put it in a bowl, the phone, you know, and then you put the mic to it. and then, But now, now I think we're, this is still a better, but not the ultimate way it's going to be. I want to go just... Nice and slow. Tonight, we might play Ask Siri a Question. Siri! Alexa! What time is it? It's 4.48 p.m. I know, I never came in here this early before. But I get it. I wanted it so dark in here. There is one window in this podcast studio. And I had, like, a piece of, like, black material, just staple gun. But I finally, I did it even better. I got, like, black cardboard, cut it out, outside, put it in. It's dark in here. I hope it sounds good. If anything sounds bad, don't worry. If you're like, ah, oh, I love the show, but nah. when JT and Aristotle get in here, it's you know it's gonna be new it's gonna be another level. I don't think I used the did I use the new speakers last week? I don't think I did. You know what I'm saying? Like did oh I did last week I did yes I did. We don't have the mount we have the shelves for them on the wall, but they're not hooked in yet. That they're gonna have to do. But I took the iPad. The new speakers are powered, so I just took the iPad and ran it straight in to the. Um, to one of the speakers. And the, that speaker is right at the table with a microphone to it. So it's going to be better, hopefully, tonight, but not what it's, you know, not what it's ultimately going to be. You know what I'm saying? But I think it's going to sound good. I hope. I want it to be just crisp and clean. Nothing's more important than it just sounds. So if you're ever, if it's, you know, just stand by me, everybody. You know what I mean? You know what I haven't had in four months of five-hour energy? Which, good, you don't need to put that shit in your body. Some guys have all the luck. Some guys have all the pain. Some guys get all the breaks. Yeah. Some guys do nothing but complain. Yeah, like Rory Scovel. I'm in a crowd on a bus after work and I'm dreaming. The guy next to me has a girl in his arms, my arms are empty. How does it feel when the girl next to you says she loves you? It seems so unfair. Some guys have all the love. Guys have nothing to bring. Some guys get all the breaks. I'm in a good mood. I had a Bloody Mary before the podcast. A double Bloody Mary. A double Bloody Mary. I want to say something that I saw 
you know Rory Scovel had a show on uh, well Comedy Central. I don't know the details of it, but I think they released it, but they didn't pick it up. I saw what inspired that, and that was Scott Moran and Rory going up to a, a log cabin. Truth. Truth um, that Scott's grandfather built. And they had this idea because it, Rory was working at a comedy club. He said, why don't you come up? You can open for me at the comedy club. This is four years ago. And, well, you're up there. We can go up to that cabin because it's, it's, you know, we can get to it from the comedy club. Because the comedy club, I think, was in Boise, Idaho. And this is, like, in the middle of fucking nowhere. Not the comedy club, but where they drove to. And, I, again, I don't know every detail of it, but I know that's what happened. And they drove to a cabin that literally Scott's grandfather built. And they had this idea that Rory was a guy who wanted to be in the business and shoot his own movie. So he hired somebody in, the, in you know, the best person he could get with camera equipment. And that is what Robbie ended up being. But I watched the original, you know, four years ago. They just went up there. Scott had a new really good camera, I bet. And they just shot it. And it was like Rory, it wasn't called Robbie yet. It was just Rory being like this character. And Scott's nephew uh, played a role in it. And he's so good. The point is I watched it last night. The original where Robbie was inspired from. And it was pure joy for me. It was pure. It was so enjoyable. Go find it and watch it. Because you will not be disappointed. I know what happens when someone says, do you want to watch it? Whether it's a movie or a documentary or Netflix special. You're afraid it won't engage you. And then you'll be bored. That's really, everybody loves to be engaged. Everybody loves to be entertained, of course. But when someone goes, hey, do you want to watch this movie? You're like, uh, well, do it for me. Now, I love Rory Scovel and I love Scott Morant. But, you know, I didn't know. Two minutes in, me and my significant other... <laughs> Uh, I hate that term. It sounds so clinical. But me and um, my girlfriend's brother, Vinny, um, we loved it. It's so great. You know what? You could tell that they had full control over the moments that probably wouldn't happen. Not always. Some things that make it to more of a mainstream, like television, where, you know, Lazily Saying or Netflix, uh, HBO, that, that you're lucky that a vision you had gets in the hands of somebody, an executive, who uh, shares so much of what you share. That does happen. There's there's beautiful executives in this business. There are. They are. And you hope that you end up with that person. Because if you don't, you don't, if you do not end up with that person, all the moments that Scott and through the editing process that Rory let breathe, there's no, I could see if it was like typical, especially if it was like 30 years ago TV, there's no fucking way that these moments would have breathed. Just these weird moments that need to breathe. It's like Rory said on the phone today, when a musician holds a note, what, what, what you go, ah, yeah, just get to the, yeah. And it was also gorgeous, the way it looked. Hey, if, if it's a comedy, why can't it be gorgeous too? Some of the scenery is just breathtaking. And now that I know that Scott's grandfather built this cabin, 
And wait till you see who plays Rory's stepson. He was great. I love this kid. Young man, I should say. It's funny, four years at this age, now he is a young man. He was a young man then, now he's in high school. I had so many questions for Rory, but go watch it. It's on It's on YouTube. And I really did like it. I really did. It was just, just great. Oh, we're going to have so much fun tonight you don't know. I'm in the, I'm in the, just. I guess you wonder where I've been. Been trying to find the love within. Well, I came back to let you know. I came back to let you know. The Daniel Kino. You know who's going to get excited tonight? I don't know who to call first. But I can tell you who's going to get very excited is uh, Nick Lipa. Well, you know, I know things. I know things. Oh, no. Nick's going to get so excited. He's going to be like, Todd, is that, do I really have my own jingle? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not joking around. He's gonna have a phone call with Todd His lights are dim, so let's jump right in and hear about his grandma or mom. Nick Lipa, Nick Lipa. He's always got a story or three. So listen up and he'll tell us one. While Tom goes outside and takes a pee. You know, I, I just, I like calling Nick Lipa. <laughs> of all the people I know, and I want to thank, um, I want to thank, uh, uh, hold on, I got it. I love not being in a hurry. Do, 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 do. Is it Sean, right? Who just, that song, where that, what happened to it? Remember this, no one's in a hurry. Yeah, Sean. I'm going to do their podcast in about whatever I told them. <laughs> uh, and he said uh, he sent in a tiny little theme song for Nick since, uh, well, blah, 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 blah. Well, it's a long email, but thank you. He's going to love it. Oh, Sean. And Sean Makes Music, is that the name of it? I got it close enough. Oh, you're right. Nick is going to... Nick's going to lose his shit when I call him tonight because I'm going to play it. You know, you know, I, I'll just be like right off the bat. I'll be like, hey, oh, hey, Nick. Uh, hey, Nick, uh, do you like this? You know what? Sean, that brings me pure, pure joy. We're going to hear about his grandmother. What? Oh, you're the best. And Joe, you're the best. Anybody need love thrown their way? Joe, I adore you. You're I'm I'm lucky to have you in my life. Where's my compliments? 
Double Bloody Mary. It'll bring the it'll bring the best out of you. If the best is in you. Right? Right? My show, ladies and gentlemen, is so exciting. <laughs> All right. I want to talk more with Daniel Kino about the conversation I had last week about words and the responsibility um, that you should have for the words that come out of your mouth, whether just a person talking and or whether you're a comic or podcast ear. You know, the problem with life is everything's just an opinion, really. You know, you shouldn't... Jewish people uh, should be able to marry Italian people. That's just an opinion. As years go on, yes, it does look. But that's the bottom line. Oh, I I don't want to be... I don't think Jewish people should marry Italian people. And if you don't want me in your life anymore... Because I think that, well, then I'm going to go ahead and think that you draw unfair lines. You draw very unfair boundary lines. Okay. But, you know, everybody draws lines. I wish people would say that. They would be like, I don't like this line this person's drawing when it comes to not wanting me in their life anymore. But I draw lines, too. Let's make that clear. I wish somebody would say that. Oh, it's Scott Moran. I'm going to pick it up. Scott, I'm on the podcast, Truth. But I was literally just talking about the original Robbie. Oh, great. And I fucking, I literally, Truth, to George Carlin, I'm merging over to Truth. And I know I was just Truth talking about that. The original, uh, where Robbie stemmed from. And that's why I called you, because quit talking about me on your fucking podcast. Your mother's a whore! It's live, right? And um, No, it's not live, but... um, That was nice of me to come on your podcast as a surprise guest and then bomb my first joke. No, no, no. I, and I said, why did I have to say your mother's a whore? That's what I... And the truth is, <laughs> in the old days, Aristotle would be sitting right next to me. I'm in the studio all by myself, and you know what it looks like. In the old days, I would say that, and it sounds crass, but I don't want to give Aristotle a million notes, you know, a million editing notes. I was just talking about the original... What, what would you... How would you reference it? It's on YouTube. How would people find it? They could go to Rory Scovel's YouTube page, official Rory Scovel. They could also just go to YouTube and search Robbie Demo. And that is what insp- that I get it. I, I just explained to the audience, you know, but but you heard the message I left. You know, what? I started listening to it and then I was like, I just want to talk to him about it. So oh, I listened. You have no fucking idea. A lot of the questions I already I had so many questions. You want to know how detailed they were? One of them was. When you said, when, when your nephew, what is his name? I want to give him due diligence credit. Gar- Garrett. Garrett. Bogar. Garrison Bogar. I just got done talking about him. I said, now he's like a young adult in high school. He's not a kid anymore. And I said, when he said, my mom bought the food, he, and, 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 and uh, Rory goes, ah, I told him, we told him to say that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, I loved it. It's really funny, yeah. 
It's beautiful, and it's also, you know, which we, me and Rory talked about today, not only is it funny, believe me, I told Rory, if he doesn't think it's as funny, like, let's say you or Rory think, all right, Todd's over-complimenting it, uh, but, but then you don't know what I fucking know, which means I lose a little respect for you. That, that was perfect. Every second of it was entertaining, and not only was it funny, but why can it also be gorgeous because of the scenery? Right. I mean, look, we had. I didn't really know how to use my camera. I could have made it look so much better if I shot it now, but it does look pretty good. And the the location we used was amazing. When when mm -hmm. he wanted you to go climb on the hood of his car, and you said you couldn't because <laughs> of the reflection, and then him and his and your nephew were sticking your head out the window. I almost. I had to call Rory seven minutes in and pause it because if I didn't. <laughs> Because I was going to explode if I didn't compliment him and, and point out all these things. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, it, it's crazy how that all... I mean, I'm, I'm now talking like I just am doing an interview, but it's pretty Good. crazy that we came up with those ideas. Like, as we had the camera in our hands, and I'm like, okay, we're driving, what should we do? I'm like, why don't you do something where you get me on the hood? Like, I'll get on the hood of this car. Like, think of a way to get me up there and we'll... And, and then, then he says, improvised it and, and then know. that the character of Ra of Rory, of course, which is basically Rory being silly around all of us. I love when he goes, get your hand out of it. Your hand's in it because you're trying to frame. Yeah, you're trying to hold on to your fucking car so you don't fall off and die. He goes, get your hand out of it. <laughs> and I was like, when he when everything made me like explode, like when um. When uh, you, he said, hey, I'm interesting so much that someone wants to follow me around. Yeah, I'm paying them, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's where that, that Robbie kind of idiot character comes from. Just oh. like bragging about shit, but really has nothing to he brag about. He doesn't know about. what the fuck he's it. talking about. And then when he see tr he, he uh, his nephew goes, what's a feature? And he tries to explain. He doesn't know what a fucking feature is. <laughs> and then he turns to you. In the, in the, in the, you know, in the, within the, uh, within the show, within the, you know, whatever, whatever, it, he goes, uh, all right, we don't, we don't need to show all of it. Yeah, because you just, <laughs> because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It's so good. I love it. He, we were, I'll brag about ourselves. We were really on fire. I was just coming up with great ideas to feed him and he was executing them uh, beyond, he was michael jordaning every idea i threw it whose idea was it for him that was just sh his shirt off for no fucking reason oh <laughs> that was i don't even remember i think it was like should i take my shirt off and then i saw it and was like yeah it was great it was so it was so i really enjoyed it uh we were just like this is so enjoyable so anyway well i should probably return to my podcast but okay, oh oh well, oh 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 hold on Scott so you're yeah. where how far was that I was just talking I literally was just talking about this on my podcast and then you called in how far was that from the Boise comedy club you were working at how far was the drive oh it's like four and a half hours north so you oh, oh so you finished the week you opened for him then right yeah and then the next day we drove up and then we stayed for like two or three days two or three so. days did you know that your nephew was going to be a big part of it or what did that happen last minute? i thought of it in boise I, I, in, before one of the shows i was just like garrett's gonna be up there we could maybe use him and then that's where the idea started to unfold that he had a kid that he doesn't want to admit is his 
And that idea really translates into Robbie. Oh, it's so... Let me tell you something. It's also beautiful because when he said, how many days do you go up here? And the, and, and, and I think you're, uh, uh, he said, uh, uh, every, every day. day. <laughs> every fucking day. That means they have a good relationship. <laughs> and he's like, no, I have other friends. It's like, no, you don't. Yes. That's Rory's character. But, with, but the fact that he goes every day and you know, you know that Rory loves him. He's all Rory has. <laughs> He's all he has, and he acts like he doesn't. And then it's so mean at the end when he's like, well, if you're going to go to camp, maybe Kyle won't be in my movie. Yeah. He's a pretty cool kid. You don't want Kyle be coming to me with the Hollywood. <laughs> I know. Oh, God. Such it's an asshole. Such an asshole. But it's also he's, I think, the, in my head, uh, Garrett knows that he's loved because he feels. It, it's just beautiful. I loved it. I fucking loved it. And um, I guess I should return to my show now. All right, well, I'll call you back next oh, time. Oh, I'm do an interview. no, 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 I had another question. Your oh. grandfather built that log cabin? Uh, my grandpa and my uncle. They didn't build it. Somebody in town was, it was her house, and she was going to rebuild and just destroy it. And they were like, Let a, they marked all the logs and then moved them into our private land and rebuilt it, like oh. step by step. They basically moved it very slowly, piece by piece. Wow, it's so beautiful. It's so yeah, it's amazing. And all the scenery there. shots. Quiet. Like, let alone anything is that funny, but the scenery shots are just a bonus. You know, you don't need them, but they're a major bonus. So, yeah, I, I give you, I really, you can tell by my voice that I really enjoy it. I appreciate it. it. Thank yeah, you so much. you're welcome. Um, anyway, we'll talk later. I have a lot of questions for you about um, some other stuff, which I didn't want to bring up on my podcast. Yes, call me. I'm back in town now. I had to go somewhere, but I'm back. So hit me up afterwards or tomorrow. Okay, bye. All right, talk to you later. That was great. Can you hear that okay, everyone? Folks, if it's not a little better, it's going to get better. But that sounds better. Uh, you know what I'm afraid of? What if it's too loud? What if it's too loud? Okay, here's what I want to do. I'm going to call Daniel Kino, and we're going to talk about what we talked about last week. And um, and that's where we'll leave it. And then, and then we'll go on. We'll have a fun, silly show. And what we talked about last week are that words have, words lead to action. Whether you're a comedian or whether you just do a podcast or whether you uh, are just a person that lives your life. You know, that's what I'm trying to say. That's all I'm trying to say. I wish I had a little jingle for uh, for 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 um, Daniel Kino. Call Daniel Kino. Calling Daniel Kino. iPhone. All right. What's he going to say? Hello. Hi, Daniel. Are we going? You're coming in hot. And and I told our listening audience, if they think this sounds good, wait till they hear. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. So why do you say hello while I'm talking? Um, I can hear you. No, but while I was talking, you went, hello. I, I plugged my headphones in. In that second. Oh, okay. Remember, you're doing a show that over 35,000 people, 35,000 people a week listen to. I love it. 
Don't be I so casual. Be a li- don't be too nervous because that's going to ruin it. But don't be. You should be. <laughs> don't you should be a little nervous. It's this is a real show and people listen to it. People in Hong Kong, truth, truth. We we merged over from George Carlin. There's people in Brisbane listening to this show tonight. Yeah, and there's people might not sound as fancy in Philadelphia, and and also in Chicago and 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 New Orleans, all over the world. Don't let that lose the importance of how many people can listen to not just my podcast, but any podcast. And then you go, hello, hello. Do what are you doing? A, 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 a test? Hello? Hello. <laughs> you can do no wrong. You know that, right? Yeah. Okay, so I just opened uh, my no, show. Well, yes. No, I don't. But it's it's funny to say that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, say thank you, Todd. No. I haven't really had a conversation with you in a while. No, we haven't. And and um, what I mean is you could do no wrong is that, it's just that we're going to have a conversation. And I, and I know you know it on paper, but you should know it again. We're just going to have a clean conversation. In the event you say something that you're like, oh, yes, in an emergency, I could take something out. But let's not make those emergencies. Let's not give Aristotle emergencies. So we're going to have a conversation. We're not going to mention anybody's name. And we're going to... I talked about it last week on my... Oh, first of all, hold on. Before we have this conversation, is there anything... Or how are you? I'm great. You're great? I'm great. Let's not, let's not no. get right into the... But my listening audience knows we're going to amend the conversation I had about... Uh, words, when when anybody says words, they lead to people doing things. But before we get to that, uh, I'm glad, uh, I'm, uh, uh, hello. Hello. <laughs> now, oh, you laughed, even through the, even through all the airwaves, you got the pause in my voice, and I, I, I was like, ah, ah, uh, hello. Uh, hello. And let's hello. take, we can get to that. Everyone knows what we're getting to. Is your dog any more trained? That depends on your definition of the word more. <laughs> well, is he, does he listen to you? Has he learned new behavior? Yes. Has he forgotten some of the old fundamental stuff also true what's the what's the by the way it's all your fault and you know it but i'm not being judgmental i'm being fair to the dog it's like when people go uh-huh. you know it's like when people go oh what do you have against let's say it was bill cosby oh uh, no i don't have anything against bill cosby well i do too but it's also the people that he hurt you know uh-huh. so when it comes wait, to your how is this how is how is, bill, how is this about bill cosby me my, and my dog oh you wait and you just listen because it's not about me uh, uh, worried about you or you know how's your dog like i want to make sure your dog oh, is okay I see like what you're saying. yeah like is your is this from the perspective of your dog feeling better what were we talking about remind me we were talking about bill cosby's book about dog behavior no you um, know come on leo um, my dog yes i know it's my fault and it's not even like i'm not saying like oh i know i know and then uh like when I'm alone or when, when the dog does something wrong, I totally forget that. Like, 
I constantly see the the shortcuts we've taken we, as dog owners. I've seen behavior we've indulged in as as adults, as the humans, manifest itself in the dog. And every single thing I don't like about the dog, I can tell you where it comes from. Yeah. But, you know, clearly. But he's doing, uh, he's he's good, right? He's good. What's his name? Leo. And what the, Leo, you know, that was the dog that me and my ex had. I know. Leo. And uh, it was, mm-hmm. he was named he's after. A, he's like a pit bull uh, mix of some sort. Wait, your dog, your dog is? Mm-hmm. So was Leo. I know. I know all this. Oh, wow. I didn't know. I didn't. I just put it together. Yeah, Leo was just such a beautiful dog. And after we had him three years, he was a maniac when we got him. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Just like your dog. Well, my, Leo's biggest problem is he doesn't know how to be a dog. Like, he doesn't know how to leave people alone when there's company over or when, when you're around other people. It's not about you. Yeah. You have to just be, be, be a dog in a corner. If people want to interact with you, they'll come over. Not Leo. The Leo that we had, I bet he's, now that I'm realizing it, you're going to go, oh, my God, our Leo is the same. Uh, mm-hmm. Leo would come in bed in the morning and sit on my face because he knew that that would get my attention. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, it, and, uh-huh. And, and it would just come in the morning, and, he, and it would, oh, and it was so cute. And I don't have to, it's not like now that he's, Le- my Leo has passed on. But um, he was just precious. He was just the best. And you know, the, pr- the weird thing about Leo is that he did not like other dogs. And I, you might relate to this. So if we were walking down the street and Leo saw another dog, sometimes it looked ugly. No one would think that that same ugly dog I could suck on the side of his face and bite him and he wouldn't do anything. And I remember the first time I saw him be aggressive like that. I literally mm-hmm. thought, oh, well, that changed the way I deal with him? No. But, mm-hmm. um, but Leo, uh, Leo, he was, he was named after Leo. Uh, Leo, who's the actor? Leo. I can't. Uh, Trotsky. No. What? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo, I, so I can't say the word right now. And he and Leo, my Leo, was just beautiful. What color is your Leo's eyes? Oh, that's a good question. I what color or green? What color are your girlfriend Lauren's eyes? Beyonce, and I don't know. You don't know what color? What if she <laughs> listens to the podcast and she? Le- you don't know what color Lauren's no, eyes are? Of course, are. I know. They're brown. No, don't try to be funny. You know what that uh, does. I think, I, I think we found the thing we're going to take out. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because you do know Lauren's eyes are brown. Yes. No, okay. I'm joking about it. I know. We all joke. Oh, all right. So listen, we're going to spend a little time on this. You got to understand, this is the opening of my podcast. We are. How many minutes in do you think I am? Knowing me, knowing me, and I just called you five minutes ago. How much into the podcast am I? Twenty-five minutes. Yeah, about yeah, yeah, twenty-seven. Um, I, I'm like a horror. I feel like a bad dad. Where instead of going, oh my god, that's amazing, I go twenty-seven. Two hey, minutes. You want to hear something funny? God, I hope it's funny. It doesn't matter if it's, it's if it's not I funny. Know, I, mean, I hope it's not like 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 
so horrible that you're like, Daniel, it's not funny. That's a horrible thing you're doing. You I'll decide. I mean? Don't you worry. Do you want me to? Do you... But but be be like now that I put put out the insecurity about this, uh, I'll, you you can handle it how you want it. So it's about Leo. So Leo does this thing that whenever because we live on the second floor and we have like floor to ceiling windows, and he and his bed is right by the window. So whenever there are like packages being delivered or uh, you know food delivery, whatever, he would jump up and bark really loud. And and we and we would try training him, but then I realized when I'm not home, he does it. And one day, Lauren and I were at Michael's, I think, or someplace, and I saw these. They have these little water guns. They're like ninety-nine cent water guns. And I bought one. And then next time we were like all hanging out, and Leo was like started started barking at, at the thing. I sprayed him with the water gun, right, right in his butt. And he was like, oh, you know, it doesn't hurt. He's just sort of uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And it worked like a charm. Like, it's just now, it's like he, he doesn't even get up from the bed, like, for a while. Like, the, day one, he stopped. Now, here's the punchline. Lauren started using the water gun on me. <laughs> I started doing... <laughs> Whatever I would be doing something she doesn't approve of, she started spraying me with it. Well, the... Oh, God, Daniel. The water gun is such an interesting story. My brother as a Newfoundland and he had to bring the Newfoundland to my parents' house a few Thanksgivings ago. And in in like an oversized laundry room because no one wanted all the dogs out because there was so many people over the house. <laughs> so Michael had to bring his dog over but he put his dog in the over it's like an oversized laundry room. It was very nice and had a big blanket in the corner. And then but but it was uh, but the dog was barking a little, so I went in with a because the water, uh, not a water gun, but a water a spritzer. You know, like you would water, uh-huh. and you use it instead of yelling at the dog. Instead of you thinking you have to hit the dog, even just on his ass, I squirted uh-huh. it. I squirted him with water, and uh, and I was like, "Shut up!" I was, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, "Shut up!" Because I just didn't want anyone barking. Michael walked in on me doing it, and I'm so glad that I got the best of me at that moment. Because he got really angry at me. He loves his dogs. They're like his kids. And and um and then I was about ready to go. But I'm doing the best. But I thought if I had a kid and he walked in on him with a water bottle, shut up. You know. <laughs> so I apologized. <laughs> and then he accepted. Yeah, I don't ex- know. I would he, never like. I'm, I'm, I would never recommend this to anybody. I don't think. No, like, you should recommend it. We. I'm just saying. My point is. That it still looks aggressive when you're yelling "shut up," but the oh, water, yeah. but the water bottle is a very good way to teach uh, without being, uh, you know, you have to teach your aggressive. dog about without being aggressive. It's physical, I guess, because water is hitting your dog. But hey, by the way, here's how I am in life, and this will say everything. If a dog trainer said I don't agree with the water, you know what I would do? Listen. Right. And that doesn't mean right. I have to end up liking it. But I would give it a listen. No, I. This is the most unaggressive I'll be. Water. I need some, and maybe I'll give it a listen. It doesn't mean I have to like it. But if, but if some trainer goes, I'll tell you why I don't even like the water. I'd go. Yeah, I'll listen. I'll listen. 100%. I'm not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't defend it. No, oh, because. You know, all the- 
Yeah, like it, to me, it seemed they said like they sell shock collars still at the store. You could buy a shock collar for your dog, and well, I so think I just like what I've talked about this on the show before. At this point, with the way we see they train service animals, you can't deny that if you really want your children, because people, I'm I'm trying to be fair, and I've said this on the show before, and then we'll move on. Most people would go, no, I want my children to feel loved, but to be, to listen. Mm -hmm. All right, go look at the way they train a service animal. It doesn't involve any hitting. So now yeah. you're forced to go, does this have to do with my coping mechanisms or what's better for the child? Because you can see what happens when you just, anyway, I've talked about this on the show before. I want to move to what we're going to talk about for a little while. But first, I'd like you to, what are you doing? To truth, what are you doing? <laughs> I was trying to make a joke. I flushed the toilet. You know how that the, the Supreme Court lawyer yeah. flushed the toilet? I know. The I'm all, I want you to listen to the opening of the show. Here we go. That's a cold opening. We'll be back with Daniel Kino. Can you hear it okay? Yes. Does that sound okay? Is that Daniel Kino you got on your show tonight? Hold on, caller. Hold on. George Carlin truth, I thought, well, Daniel over the phone and things get lost in context. Good thing we still have Todd Glass's girlfriend's brother, which you know who that is because you've met. It's great. Daniel, how do I stay? Everybody who listens to my podcast heard the show last week, so I mm -hmm. don't really have to preface it, but I'm going to clean it up for you. I went out of my way to say that the friend that I was having a disagreement with on that words can lead to action, uh, was extremely kind, he is intelligent, and, and, and all that. How do I not cross that line when I will be honest with you, as the weeks pass, I get frustrated, and I'm almost mm -hmm. done here, that I pointed out that in therapy, when I used to go to therapy with Chris and I, one time our therapist said, Sometimes you don't like the way someone quoted what you said because they didn't do a good job. That exists. There's in other times when they did do a good job, it just don't like the way it sounds. And that's when you might want to rethink the way you think things. And that's the way I feel about this. This person that we're talking about is so smart, so intelligent that I'm afraid that when they hear us talking about it, they're going to try to say, instead of, I rethought some of my views, 
no, 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 that's not what I said. And that's what I'm afraid of. Because the clean words were from a, and, and by the way, I want to go out of my way. This person is an intelligent, you know, intelligent isn't the word I would lead with. I should lead with loving, loving. Mm -hmm. How do you hold, how do you not go back on your words because some anger, and I'm going to be honest with you, I'm going to, because one time in therapy, my therapist said, in here, you're allowed to talk a little different than you out of here, out of here, because I'm here to navigate it. So yes, you can open up a little frustration that you're having. And, and the frustration I would have is, how can you not think the words lead to action? But that's not a way you communicate with other people. But I'm feeling it. That if this person thought that someone could say something as a comedian and that could lead to action... I don't want them to hear this hypothetically, which I think they might because I might steer them here because I, I don't, I don't think I'm saying anything that I should be embarrassed well, could, about. Can I say, I have a yes. question. Yes. Could, could it be that the relationship you have with comedy is different than your friends? What it means to you and how you approach it is a bigger part of your life of your world than it is your friend okay that's a good question and let's say because that's what they sort of said when i said well if you went to couples counseling the counselor would probably not go well it's not the words you're saying it's how you're perceiving it he goes well that's between two people that love each other and make a bond but i feel it's good to take that stuff and then apply it to comedy the words that come out of my mouth are powerful and mean something if the person we're talking about, Daniel, and every don't worry, everyone knows the backstory. I'm not asking for this person to change the comedian. They're not going to figure it out who it is. And I'm being honest with my listening audience. I don't want you to know who it is, just because probably I'm a little scared, and I it just it's well, not, it's not important. Actually, I think it might be best if it, because because I think there is this thing happening. I don't think you're the only person who's, who's having to deal with this issue where a social change uh, is, is, is causing extreme tension among friends. Right. I have that, maybe not to such a degree, maybe to such a degree. And we talked about it today on the phone when I was in the car a little, and, and, and you know, I don't want to have a two, I don't want to have a conversation where I just start texting him things because it's not fair. When we had our intelligent conversation, he talked, I talked. He talked, I talked. But now we're on the podcast. And I will say that words don't lead to action might not be something you want to tell. And I like to use this person that I'm talking about, their favorite comedians. Not the ones I hold dear to my heart. The ones that they hold dear to their heart. So, it, it, and, 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 and listen, I want to say one thing. I'm one step ahead of it. Even the most intelligent people when logic comes their way, could try to wiggle out of it. But what you hope you do is go, God, that was a good fucking point! When it is. And George Carlin, Richard Pryor, and um, Lenny Bruce 
probably wouldn't make them feel so good if they go, words don't lead to actions. Oh, everything I did was just a waste. Mm-hmm. Oh. I thought words led to action. That's why I gave a shit. That's why I... <laughs> oh, so it ends up words don't lead... If you were going to do it, you were going to do it anyway. What about molding minds? What about molding minds, my friend, almost Dr. Kevin Sousa said. How do you patiently, Daniel, and I ask you a question, explain to somebody that words lead to action. That, that if somebody, if you say something, because this person is not saying, the comedian that my friend likes is not saying, go harm this group. If I don't make that really clear, I didn't service my friend very properly. The comedian, and by the way, I said to my audience, and not in a flippant way, I don't want you to figure out who it is. There's more than one comedian using the word faggot. Okay, so... Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter who it is. It, that's, that's, that, that would just get in the way of everything. I get it. Your morbid curiosity wants to know, but it doesn't matter because it's not just about the word faggot. It's about any word that you think took on a new meaning that disparages a group, if I said that right. So how do you – what were we, we were talking about? Uh, I mean, I, I, I think your question was how do you explain – that to somebody or how you make somebody see things the way you see them and and who's right i get it you know what it's his opinion versus my opinion so i get that i do get that so how do i what's the answer to that how do i get him to see how do you get someone and you're luckily in my case i'm dealing with someone that's extremely intelligent how do you get them to see, of course, words lead to people doing physical and mental harm to a group? Right. You know, God, this is not, you know, an easy situation to be in because, you know, I, I have friends who who sort of casually shock me like with their opinion and then I just don't dig deeper I just go oh I know what's under this tone yes. and I don't I, I don't know that you can like at, at this point where we are in, in our society and with everything that's been happening like I think maybe you and your friend are fighting a war and you're on two opposite sides of it you know uh, real quick, Daniel, I talked about this, you on the phone, and my ultimate thing is if my friend would listen to this, he would feel at least well represented. And I would imagine, I would hope a third party, because it wouldn't be my job to decide whether I well represented him or his. It would be a third party. That's the person I want the respect that would go, I feel he represented you very well. So with that said, we talked about whenever in a friendship... Look, there are people that let friendships go, of course, and they shouldn't have. People, you, you know, the one go-to is the minute you're saying, I'm willing to let this friendship go because I don't crave being around you, I get the go-to is to say, wow, you, I don't like the same music you do. Let's just have all the friends around us that agree with exactly what we say. That's a good question, and it deserves a good answer. Sometimes you're right. 
But let's face it, history shows that if you met someone, that there'd be views that they would have that you would think, wow, I don't, it's not that you're punishing the person, it's that you're going, oh my God, I don't crave being around you anymore. So, and, but, but by the way, when we're when, when you're saying words have action, we're talking about words comedians say on stage. We're talking about a comedian words. Yes, cause in the world. Yes, anybody's words, but especially a comedian because you have more of a platform. And that when you say things, you said this, and I think it it did end up in my book that when you say a, words. Other people that would cause that group of people mental or physical. I don't want to go to the egregious because you lose everybody. But just mental. Like you see two, in this case, the word faggot. You see two guys kissing on the side of the road. You drive by. You, you know, you, let's say you would be a person that would yell, gross. Now, if you went home and listened to your favorite comedian use the word faggot, even though he said, I use it because it took on a new meaning. And, he, and, and, and I get it, it took on a new meaning. Okay. But would the person align themselves with you? Would they go home and hear their favorite podcast person go, ooh, I shouldn't have done that? Or would they go, you might go, well, they would have done whatever they were going to do anyway. That's not true. We all understand that minds are molded. And so that's the question. Hey, you know what I just thought of? And I've never thought of it in this context. But you know how, like, in America right now, we're having this sort of um, um, a moment when it comes to Confederate statues. And, I like, I wonder if in comedy, like, the word faggot is, like, our version of the Confederate statues in our world. You know what I mean? And then there are people holding on to it and trying to defend it every way they can. And would and just refuse to admit that they cause people harm and they represent horrible bad things. You know what I mean? Well, I'll tell you why I agree with you because that, yes. am, I, am I stoned or is that no? You're, true? you're or both could be right. No, what I always say is, and I think it's what you're saying. Tell me what you're really angry about because this doesn't make any sense. Is it, are you holding on to this? Is just one more thing that you have to change and you're tired of changing, and and I think that's what this is about because if the Hold on, let me take a deep breath here. Let me get a drink of water. The They don't want to let that word go, and here's my problem. And I, by the way, this, I, this podcast is a waste of time if I'm just narrowing it down to that word. Any word that disparages a group of people that, yeah. that, that you say, mm-hmm. no, I don't feel that way about that group. I'm using this word because it took on a new meaning. But if you travel it back, it didn't really take on that much of a new meaning. And in other words, yeah, when you go, oh, oh, so how are you saying gay or faggot in a positive way? No, I'm not using faggot like if someone saw two guys kissing and they yelled out their window, faggot, mine took on a new meaning. And I have a right to yell because that's the way they feel and I'm representing them well. And the representing of the other side is mine took on a new meaning. I could give a shit if two guys kiss or two guys marry each other. Mine took on a new meaning. Oh, okay, with some sarcasm. What's the new meaning? When, when, 
when I see two people doing something that I think is stupid or weird, instead of saying that, I say faggot. That's kind of about the same meaning, different, weird. So yours didn't really take on that much of a new meaning. When you say faggot. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm on this with you. Let's get back, if I may, to the, because I feel like we're, we're, we might be, I hope I didn't sidetrack us. Because no, uh, I, I do want to see if, if, if I can, you know, help you get some peace and clarity. With By the this. way, thank you. Because the ultimate question is, how do you decide what's an opinion or a fact and, and convince somebody with love that words lead to people doing literal things? Oh, boy. I mean, it's such a bizarre, honestly, like. It's like I'm trying to find words, but to me, it's such that that's a that's a, that's not what this is about. Like that's not again. Like I would feel like crazy trying to explain that to, to you know what I mean. Try to figure out a way to convey that idea to somebody because I know that like that because I know who you're talking about. So I know that that's not like that. I feel like that's something else. It becomes about something else. Because, you know, words lead to action. That's literally there are laws against uh, saying things because they will, like, incite action. There are, like, literally you can go to prison for that. Yeah, oh, yelling, yelling uh, fire. Uh, inciting a riot or, yeah, like, yelling right. fire in a movie theater, whatever. There are a million, not a million, but there are a lot of laws because words cause action, good or bad. But I think... This conversation is more about culture than it is about, you know, like nitpicking things. And it's about sort of, a, 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 a cha you know, a, a embracing a change and awareness. And whenever you embrace a change and an awareness, you sort of have to admit maybe or take stock of yourself. And I know a lot of people choose to fight a war as opposed to sort of d discover new ground. They, they, they choose to, like, you know, look backwards. You know, Adam Carolla, uh, one time, I saw his, on his Twitter feed something along the lines of somebody was like, oh, the man show, yeah, that that could never be made now. And Adam Carolla was like, yeah, and this uh, that show could never be made now. And I was like, that, you know, another way of saying it, it didn't age well. Like, Larry Sanders could be made now. And you know what else? I, it, I will, it has I nothing will. to do with the, the oh, hug. so much time has gone by. Like, what society is weird. No, it just didn't age well because it was it was opportunistic. Right. It's like, and 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 I and I always give this example of when you say, oh, you when when uh, who was the producer? And oh my God, was this a great moment in my life when the producer of All in the Family? Uh, what is his name? Oh, oh, you're talking about... I'm spacing uh, Norman. on it. Norman Lear. Yeah. And when somebody said to him, you couldn't do another All in the Family now, you know what he said? Good. What? Good. You don't yeah. need to. It did its job. And I... Oh, did I love that he said that because the interviewer thought... And I'm not making fun of the interviewer. They thought... They only said it because they believed it, what he thought and it would bond him to a good mm -hmm. interview. I get it. But that's what I would do if I was an interviewer. Maybe Norman Lear could have went, yes. But instead, Norman Lear went, no. It's okay. Mm -hmm. So when you just said that, it's like you either have to go, well, everything's going to muck. 
or it's a polite way to go, it didn't age well. But that, the problem with, and this is why most things that answer comedy problems are just social problems. Because one leads to you having to change, and the other one leads to you having just to be aware that, oh, everything's crazy now. Because if everything isn't crazy right now, there's a lot of work for you to do. So the easier path is to go, my logic is right, but right. the world is falling apart. You know, I've called you several times, like these specific moments, or maybe I've said something in conversation over the years where you you have sort of checked me and, and so I kind of went, all right, well, that's a little light of that. Or remember I called you like a couple of weeks ago and I was like, I, this comedian, I don't, I don't get it. And, and like that, that's part of the process. You gotta realize that things are changing. You gotta have these conversations. You gotta admit things and be a little vulnerable. Daniel, first of all, I love, I love everything you're saying. So don't ever get confused with me trying to do the most powerful thing with this talk. Let's go back to my friend. Yeah. How do you tell somebody? And the answer might not be you can't because, you know, I get it. And if that's the answer, that's the answer. But how do you say to somebody, no, your, your words lead to action? And you did answer it. You went, it's not about that. It's not about that, which I agree. But if that person listened to this, they're not going to want to hear that they're not being honest. Now, maybe this person that I'm talking about could be. They're very intelligent. They could go inward and go, was Daniel and Todd right? Like, is there a bigger issue here? Because it seems weird to defend that words don't lead to action. You could do it if you didn't mind not making sense. You could go, that's right. not what I said. And you could throw me off a little and go, no, I didn't say that to Todd. I said that. And you get all complicated. And you, but, but the bottom line is, you you said that words, so you don't want to really defend that because now when you've had to, some time to think, you go, well, of course, I can't imagine someone at this point wouldn't go, well, of course, words lead to action. So I either have to go, wait, I'm going to rethink everything I thought, which is my hope. B believe me, that's my hope. I get to crave being around a dear friend. Or do you spend a lot of time going, well... I didn't say words don't lead to action. I said blah, 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 blah. Right. Because it seems hard to defend that words don't lead to action. I have to think, who am I having a conversation with? Right. Right. And it depends how close of a, of a friendship you want. Like, if you can't connect on something so fundamental and so important to you, that doesn't mean, I mean, the, the 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 severity of the distance you put between you two is is sort of up to you. But you know, we talked earlier, like people get a divorce all the time, but like friendships never like officially end. Well, Daniel, friendships funny, just taper off. Funny you mention that, because uh, again, I want to let you know that the person that I'm talking about, number one, it's not a comedian. They're not a stand-up comedian. I, I don't know because. I get it. Like the fact that I'm trying to keep someone's privacy, you still sort of wonder truth. It's not a comedian. And, and, and I do want to keep their privacy. If I don't keep their privacy, what I'm doing is so snarky and below me. 
and I don't think this will 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 uh, uh, let anybody know who it is amongst my friends. They went through a divorce, so they get it. Now, to me, how do you go through a divorce? It doesn't mean every time they bring up somebody brings up your ex, you have to have a horrible story, and that's not what this person's like. They're like, you know, when they, look, that relationship didn't work. When you reference that person, a lot of times the, his ex, it's with love and, and, and in yeah. the best way that you can mention it. But they decided there's a proper way. So if they decided that, oh, wait a second, we don't have what we thought we have to continue, then why do I, as a friend, I'm not right. saying drop a friend because you have a little bit of a disagreement, but I, I don't think my friend broke up with someone that he loved very much because they had a teeny disagreement. They realized they had some fundamental, there were things going on in their, in their lives that went, so why do I have to have more of a commitment to you as a friend than you had to someone that you entered into a marriage with? And I think it's the fear. I think it's the fear and the paranoia, and I think you have to get over it. The minute you do it, the most people that you're saying, look, I'm not putting my friendship up for collateral, but it makes me crave being around you less. Not in a spiteful way. I just don't crave being around you as much. And I'm afraid that on the other side, they're going to go to the, what I call, oh, just because we don't like the same music, let's not have anybody in our friendship. You see, that's different here. It's not like... You wouldn't say to, like, let's say you, you let's say you, if you two are musicians, right? Let's say you're, you, you're friends with um, whatever, some, whatever musician you like, and, and you fundamentally disagree about music. Yeah, you, I, I would imagine you would end your friendship. I don't imagine Bruce Springsteen hangs out with people with whom he fundamentally disagrees about music. He probably hangs out with people with whom he disagrees about comedy. But not about music. The, so the, I feel like it's right. the same way for you. Like I can disagree with you about music, but this is this is my soul, my life. We're talking about I, we're talking about not only comedy, but to me, what makes you a good comedy comedian is empathy and 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 who you are as a human being. We're just talking about being a human being, and and uh, but but all of this is in the context of comedy. We're talking about the, the the comedians who still use the word faggot, bitch, whatever other. Yes, you know. you're right. You know why you're you're right, Daniel? Because if if you think, well, what about just people that aren't comedians? Well, I I don't like that either. Of course, I don't. But but, but that's not what this conversation is about. No, this conversation is, and it's not even that I want my friend to go to those comedians that do that and and correct them. I just need no. him to know. I don't want yes. anybody canceled. I don't want him to then have to turn around and stop somebody else. This is between no. me yes, and my yes. friend. You, but but like but but you know uh, like how important you live and breathe this stuff. This is like what you get up for in the morning, and it's too big of an issue to have a disagreement with someone on to have a fruitful you know friendship where you help each other grow and discover things and make each other feel good about. Life. That's why I'm saying, like, because this is about comedy, this specific incident is about comedy. Yes. It's that's why it's so hard for you to let it go. That's why it's so important for you that that you get on the same page, or you know, maybe. Um, See, I like we. I like that you just pause there because you're at your 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 pause is because 
it, at the end of all of it comes to let this friendship go. It's not like I'm, you know, one time when I explained it to almost Dr. Kevin Sousa, he didn't go my way at first. And he was telling me, no, you can't just exclude people. And I go, what do I do if I don't crave being around them? And he went, oh, you just have to slowly let that friendship go. I said, well, the problem here with this, this is like a brother of mine. He will notice if I just casually let the friendship stride, go, go in different directions. Sometimes we're lucky enough where both parties feel the same way and you stop calling that person. We're brothers. You know, we are friends, but we're brothers. So I don't have that leisure to do that. And, and, and maybe this podcast will be my serenity where I can ask him to listen to this, to go, yeah, like, and I'm happy that in this case, he'll understand what I mean if I send him here and so do you, that he coincidentally got a divorce and I know he might, I don't know who inspired it, but whatever is like, look, let's not get in the way of a good analogy. Uh, what we're saying is that sometimes you have to, even if you don't have to say you're right or you're wrong, or I don't have to say I'm right or I'm wrong. We are fundamentally, fundamentally on different pages where a relationship won't work because I see you being honest. We can be loved, but I can be honest. I see you someone because of misinformation, at least my perception. I see somebody because of misinformation because of their misinformation causes a lot of people pain. And when you come over my house now, that affects my love, not my, well, yeah, my, my, I'll love this person forever, forever, but it affects my craving to be around you because I know that even at best, I can think, do you think part of the reason this is so upsetting is because of of the love and affection you have for for such a you know a longtime friend, and it's almost like, you know, I I heard somewhere one time somebody explain and like anger is when reality doesn't meet our expectations. Wow, and that that's when we get angry. Who said and that? I it's it's either probably my shrink or or Lauren, most likely. Um, so it's, so it's like one of these things you, it, it, it's angry. You're angry because this so falls below your expectations. I'm surprised that yes, that, that we're on different pages like this, because mm-hmm. this is a person that my whole life, I thought, no, we're going to be like, oh, at, at our mm-hmm. worst disagreement, you know, our worst social, yeah, let's mm-hmm. say disagreement. Oh, we're still great. This is not, this is like. What is going this is on? This is too big. This is too big. And and I don't, and I, you know, what almost Dr. Kevin Sousa told me that goes, because I did not enjoy this call. He said, Todd, look, let's face it. If you're the first person that talked to him about this, the next person will be the second. If you, if someone else talked about him and he might have not agreed with, you're the second. He goes, you did a good thing. You, 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 you had a loving conversation that I think you're off. And I get it. There's no right and there's no wrong. Look, on this planet, it's all an opinion. But 
what I'm hoping and what I'm holding on to is that some of his favorite comedians will disagree. Now, that's a time in our life where you know what happened with Bruce Springsteen. As he changed his beliefs or was vocal, some of his audience went, ah, now he's gone crazy. Well, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. sure. Sure, because if you think he didn't go crazy, you'd have to evolve and learn and but, but uh-huh. it's, yeah but 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 let's say Bruce Springsteen did go crazy Let, let's have that hypothetical too that he yeah he's off okay I get it but we are too off to hang out and have greatness the greatness that I want to have happen so when I'm with my friends and so you know the problem is if it's, know, oh let me just let me just go a little further let me just hold on one second let me let me just go a little further. Because you know my fantasy is that someone's listening to this. So if somebody yeah. you admire feels differently, hey, they could be going crazy. I've, I'll be honest. I want to defend my friend. I've seen some comedians that I thought got it, that had it, and then years later I think their beliefs have diminished. And, and, mm-hmm. I, and I don't. it's not like I want to go, wait, maybe it's me. I have to go Dennis Miller's way. No. I, so I get it. I get it. I went, oh, his beliefs I don't agree with anymore. But... My hope for my friend is that there won't be one comedian or two or three or four that he will eventually go, wait, there's like five comedians that I like, not Todd, that I like, and I know that they all disagree with me. Would that be my hope that at that point he will go, okay, that does bother me. I got I could say, I don't care. They all went crazy. But one comedian can go awry. Yeah, that actually does happen. Could two? Could it be three? And this comic, I know this person, not comic, this friend of mine, I know the comics he likes. And he and and ironclad, they will adamantly disagree with him. That's his moment, and my savior is that he will go, wow. Yeah, I don't like that I it could one, two, now it's that's my savior, that the phone will ring one day, and it will be him, and he'll be like, Todd, I get it. Until then, we're both doing the same thing. Well, no, I'm doing something different. He, he's, not, he's not asking me to be out of his life. I'm saying, I don't know how much I could handle you in my life. Yeah? I mean, that's fair. You're, you're, you know, it's, it's, a, it's about... You have to do what essentially what's what's right for you, and it's about boundaries that you have to have with people. Whatever you know, it's weird. It's it, it's such a weird thing because you also feel like you also feel like just just ignoring something and then just kind of letting a friendship fade away. It feels like such a betrayal of a friendship you want a confrontation you want a fucking well you know daniel that's really i did leave it on the last call i wanted to be so clear it doesn't mean i i said i'm going to leave this i can't be the one you need to reach out to someone that you love and respect but you happen to know probably adamantly disagrees with you And, and and i'm hoping that my phone rings but I did say I don't want to put my friendship up for collateral, but it's going to majorly affect our friendship. So I did put the ball in his court. So unless somebody like Kevin, almost Dr. Kevin Sousa says, Todd, pick up the phone and call again. 
But if he's happy with where I left it, I'm leaving it where I left it because, you know, I can't make him, he can't make me understand, agree with his view, and I can't make him agree with my view. Yeah. And I'm, and, and, and I'm willing, you know, to, well, yeah, to let our friendship maybe expire. Yeah. Doesn't well, feel. I mean, when you say expire, then like, I don't think you have to. I don't think you need. I mean, do you really need the conclusion now? Like, like, can you just sort of? He knows how you feel. You know how he feels. What's the harm of sort of letting some time go by, and um, see if if there's any growth on 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 any on any side? I say any side. Um, because, you know, just to be fair. Okay, so we're doing mushrooms in a month. The COVID is over. For hypothetically, <laughs> get the COVID out of it. Get that out of it. Okay, you get why we're totally going to do that. We're doing That doesn't exist right now. We're doing mushrooms in a month. Should I invite him? No. That's, uh, no. that's the problem. No, no. no, no why? No, of course not. Why? Because, why shouldn't I invite him? Uh, because it's going to mess with your trip. No, what about you? Forget about me. What about you? You know, you like him. He's fun to be around. Well, it's not me. Are we doing mushrooms at my house or your house? My house. It's your house. You, you. It's, 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 it's up to you. So if, you... if I told you, hey, um, that that person you're you're writing him, I had, we had a giant disagreement about this thing. I, I would, you know, it would it would really mess with my trip. Like if it's, you know, especially mushrooms. But like but so in other words. About. Just knowing what, just knowing what you know through this conversation, it wouldn't bother you. You'd be like, you'd just have the fun with the majorly fun part of him. I mean, it's it, be honest. I, I don't, you know, I'm not as close with with, with this person, yeah. so it's so I I almost I'm almost like having this conversation with you. In the abstract, because um, I want you to feel better, and I want to help no. you. But let me ask you this. Why even me do I feel better about my decision? Because you can only self-analyze yourself or not. When I switch the scenario, and I think it even affects you differently. I will. Be honest with me. Like, And, and mm -hmm. all, that means, eh, for lazy, so we can move forward this conversation, agreeing with me or disagreeing with me. Why would I put it towards? And again, I'm not, and, and it's not this person that uses that verbiage. They are, they are defending somebody that uses this verbiage. Then themselves, they don't use this verbiage. But why would I switch it? Because it wouldn't be going up to a gay person. That's why I want to make the comparison fair. Because when the person you're talking about isn't around and you make a shitty analogy, I get it. It sucks. So in my analogy, I don't want it to be that somebody would go up to a gay person and go, hey, faggot. Because that's not what this comedian does. Ever. They use it, the word faggot, when they're describing something like something stupid that somebody did that they think is stupid that's how they use it now when i make that comparison to somebody would use the n-word not at a black person that's not a good comparison but use n-rich or n it's n-rich or what's the other just uh, disparaging jew me down 
Yeah, or 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 enrich or uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I might make Aristotle make an edit, but they would never go up to a black person and say the N word. It took on a new meaning. How come when I make that comparison to you, when I say if I had a friend, if I had a friend that uses the word enrich? Wait, hold on. There's no new meaning, by the way. That that is the biggest the dumbest thing I have ever heard in the defense of of, of of that word. There is no new meaning. So wait, so let's go back to the original. Okay, you're saying there's no new meaning. Uh, someone that would go up to a gay person and go, hey, faggot, mm -hmm. why isn't it a new meaning to someone that would just say when somebody did something stupid or dumb, hey, that guy's or that person is a uh -huh. faggot? Because... Because you're expressing essentially the same emotion. It's disapprovement and, and, and degradation. Like you, you're, it, it's the same emotion. You, 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 you're, you're talking down to a person. Okay. So, Daniel, you know I love you to death, and, and it's all right. I'm, maybe that's why you use analogies, because they get us out of our situation. How come, then, when I say that I might not want this person at my house... Don't you feel easier to back me if I said I don't want someone at my house that uses the yes, word yes. enrich? Okay, listen, I, 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 I didn't. I, I kind of, um, you know what I almost said? I almost said pussied out, and that's an example. Um, I, 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 I sort of. Um, I'll blend. tell you why. No, I wouldn't, because no, I wouldn't it's. Want let me interrupt. No. Let me let me go. Because and look, I feel the same way about me, Daniel. I'm not judging you. I'm thinking it makes me happier with my decision. That means I'm going through with the same thought process you're going. And I'll tell you what it is. It's 2020, and although we have a lot more to go with any of those words, we're further along. The N word does seem more vile and disgusting, but on paper, it's the same is faggot and for some reason when i said if i had a friend that would just say and rich or y y you're like wow we we know the we we know more now about that word because it's just but when we say faggot it's like no that's but when you compare it you're like wow no i wouldn't want you inviting the guy that uses n rig listen Tom, or n oh it's it's n rig or it's very careful to to not like give an opinion on a situation, sort of, but even though I know a lot about it. But here's the way I really feel, okay? As a comedian, as a person who has spent a better part of his adult life um, using words, like words is all we have. That's all we have. So, some people have props, most people. All we have is words. That that that's our trade. That that's our currency. And when you go, ah, well, but what comedians say up there it doesn't really have an effect in the real world. Then why the fuck are you in comedy? What is what is it about comedy that 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 attracts you? It offends me deeply. I would not. I would cut that friendship off because it. I feel like, um, especially now with everything that's been coming out. And like like learning how difficult things have been for so many people that we really never ever ever gave a fuck about. And I'm a nice guy. I never like actively went out there. Like I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have the word faggot in my act. I didn't do you know like even like 
remotely racy stuff, maybe in the beginning when I, when I was bad, but you know, as I, as I sort of learned and got better. I, so, and I was still guilty of like having such a blind spot about all of this. Me, me too. Yeah. Me too. Big so time. Anybody, anybody that wants to defend any sort of like the other side of that, I have no time for. Well, let me, no let me, let me interject. First of all, let me make you understand. I do get why when people go, you can't compare the N word. No, no. I'm going to make this crystal clear, Daniel. Bear with me because I'll feel better if I make it clear. I get it. You would not go up to that person and use that word. That's why I feel my analogy is crystal clear. I'm not comparing if somebody went up to a black person and used the N word. That's a different person. We're talking mm -hmm. about someone that used the word N rich or N-Rig, that they, they mm -hmm. would say, I lived this in the 70s, that took on a new meaning. It means fix it cheaply, okay? Now, then there's the person, the same thing with the word faggot. I am not talking about someone that is gay that loves another man. It took on a new meaning. I would never go up to a gay person and go, you faggot. It took on a new meaning. But yet, when you give the analogy of a friend of yours that is intelligent and smart, that defends a comedian that uses the word faggot in the new meaning, you feel more uncomfortable to say, yeah, if he wants to come over and let him hang, he, we can't judge everybody. But when if I go, he also uses the word N-rig, which is the same thing, only less years to understand the gravitosity of the hate. Mm-hmm. It's not because it's not a bad analogy. It is a very good analogy. The, 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 the level of the hate grows because we understand. So that's why N-Rigger, N-Rich, you go, now nah, leave that person at home. Oh, what, just because they say something you don't like, you don't want them here? Exactly! Yes, 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 exactly. So when do you want to wait? Should I wait? I live the life, so maybe it comes to me a little sooner. But keep in mind, and I don't say this that often, I'm gay. So I understand how faggot is just as bad, as, not, not faggot to my face, just faggot like that faggot did something dumb. For me, I already know it's the exact same as N-Rig or N-Rich. So it's my house. I know it already. A hundred percent. You are justified here. So whatever guilt you might feel or about, you know, being harsh, I think comes out of place of love for your friend. But it shouldn't come out of place of, you know, regret because you're not doing anything wrong you're not out there you know you're not on the wrong side of the issue i would say i never felt so i felt like i said what i just said really clear mm -hmm. i do i felt like i said what i said clear and you know you followed it up with going the guilt there is guilt there's guilt that you want to be able to self-analyze yourself and accept people but there is a point when you don't, you can't accept it. You, you don't have to wish that person ill. Like someone said, I, for, I forget if it was a famous person. I disagree with what you say. I still want you to be able to eat. Mm -hmm. 
And I, that's how I feel, to eat, not only eat, to feel love and happiness and joy, mm-hmm. but right now, because of some information that I perceive to have you, it's hard to have you in my inner circle. Not by, 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 and, and, and the way I can do that in a mature way is to not be negative when your name comes up, to be positive. I only have one person in my life, and I said this last week, you know, thank the universe that uh, a dear friend that we don't talk about. So when his name comes up, instead of being, I tell great stories. Uh-huh. Loving stories because anything other than that makes me look stupid. Why did you love this person so much? And that's what I'll do with this person. But yeah, there does become a point. And my favorite thing that I got to say all night, I know it sounds weird to go, oh, so you just don't want someone in your life that uses that word? Yeah. 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 It's that simple. It's that, yes. Uh, uh, yes. And I don't know if I'm going to regret that. You're and right. The only thing you owe uh, uh, somebody is an explanation. And a plea to see you away. If you don't get it, you don't owe them anything else. Yes. And of course that person doesn't like the analogy that if somebody used the word Enrich or Enrig. But I got to tell you, that's when a linguistics expert could step in and go, hey, I got to tell you, it's the same. If he would have said, if Todd would have said, oh, he goes up to gay people and uses the word faggot. No, that would have been Todd. No, that's not what's happening. But that's not what Todd said. They're using it in the new meaning. And I think even the new meaning, like we agreed, it's not a new meaning. It's the same. Yeah. Wow. Daniel, how are you? I'm great. When do we start the podcast? Let me get, let me take a quick break and I'm going to call you back. Um, do it. No, I'm kidding. We still oh. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Hey, um, I should just talk to you the whole time. Listen, do you feel better? Yes, Daniel. Let me explain to you truth. What's going on here? I have the new speaker where you would have normally sat, like right across from me, because it's never loud enough. And I don't. And I'm. And in about a week, Jonathan and Aristotle are coming, and we're doing some tech work. So my cell phone can go directly into the board. But tonight, I ran my cell phone directly into one of my new speakers that I bought, and it's literally on the chair across from me where you would be sitting. So when I hear you tonight, you are so loud and so clear and so crisp, and it felt like you were in the room more than ever before. So, you know, not only the words you were saying, but also... Like, I didn't feel like you had to be on a phone like, I just talked into my shitty phone thing, but I realize you don't hear that because you don't have headphones. Um, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Maybe I can give you headphones. Hold on. I'm now going to put headphones on. Okay, here we go. Do you hear this? Hello? Yes, Todd. It's mm-hmm. Daniel. So anyway, you know, because, you know, you've been waiting. You shouldn't be a pal over And, you know, when people are friends and they're friends, no, now it's like, boom. I hear you. So I appreciated it. I know I talked a lot, but also you said some clean points that made me feel better. Much better. Well, that's all I wanted to do. And, you know, I think talking is so important, especially like in these times when we are so isolated and so much is happening outside our homes. So much change is happening and, and like 
you know, like the like certain foundations are being moved, and we're all sort of at home, not communicating about it, or at least not as we would have normally. I yeah. think talking about it, not entrenching ourselves can in I ask our you a, opinions, can I ask is, you a question? is very important. Can I ask you a question? Do you think that I could tell my friend to listen to this podcast last week? We talked about it and be proud the way me and you spoke and let him go. Look, I don't want it to do it if it's aggressive. I want to say, listen to this podcast and you'll understand that I'll give him the mile marker for the first one last week. And then this one, do you think yeah. we represented him well? Do I, did I represent him well? Both of us. Or I think you did. Yes. I don't, I don't think I did. I, I don't think because I think because I'm not as close to him, it's easier for me to take a, more of a black and white position on this. But I felt so, like, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Listen, but, but, but I don't think we said anything I mean harsh. I mean, these are things, you know, I've had arguments with you. I've had disagreements with you. Um, I think that's how real friends kind of get through stuff. You got to like hear what you might perceive to be uncomfortable. Will you do you me know? a favor? Like, as long as your intention behind the thing you said, like, you're not trying to hurt his feelings and you're not going, hey, this is a no. podcast. It's like a takedown. This is, like, your intention here is good and I think the intentions matter in these things. Oh, no, the exact opposite. I want him to feel that I, that, like, he'll go, you know what, I still disagree with Todd, but he, he represented me very yes, well. Yes, you did. I, okay. think, I think he would be, I think you and Jeff Dunham are going to work this out. Oh, damn it. Oh, you mother... So, Daniel, I you want to say goodbye? Okay, I'll say goodbye. Call me tomorrow. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Hold oh. on. I have to go to the bathroom. So what I want to do is get a song ready to play. Um, hold Are on. Are you alone in the studio? Yes. You can just go to the bathroom. No one will ever know. You mean, uh, b b first of all, I will be honest, two times I went to the door on the storage part because I didn't have time to open the door and just peed out the door. Yeah. All right, listen, here's what we're going to do. I'll go to, I want you to hear what the audience is going to hear. You would think you don't like this song, but you know what? Sometimes you, you know, but I'm using this to go to the bathroom. But, you know, you might go, I actually like this. I want to hear what you think because you're going to be gone by the time I get back. What do you think? I love it. I know, right? I was, I, I was gonna wait for you to come back from the bathroom. You were. Hold on. Still be here. No, I'm going. I'm going. The guy next to me has a girl in his arms. My arms are empty. How does it feel when the girl next to you says she loves you? It seems so unfair when there's love everywhere. Yeah, there's none for me. Some guys have all the luck Some guys have all the pain Some guys get all the breaks Some guys do nothing but complain Did you, did you wait for me? Yes, hello. Uh, I'd like ah! to file a complaint. Oh, I love it.
love you. I'm going to let you do something with me before I let you go, and you're going to be glad, and then I'll move on to my show, okay? Okay. First of all, Daniel, I value you. You're, 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 you're great. You're great, Todd. Thank you. I'm going to let this, I'm going to let this breathe because I think you'll want to do it and I think you'll be happy. It's uh, hold on. Let me get it ready here uh, because I just downloaded it today and I think it's a great thing. Hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to just get it where it needs to be. I'm going to stay right here with you. I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to, uh, go anywhere. Um, you're going to think I'm kidding, but my phone is going to die. No, 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 no. I only need you for... If it dies, you'll get to hear the, the, the part about this that you need to hear. All right. Okay, so thank you. And I'm gonna, it's, it has to do with Mr. Rogers. And I want you to do what he's insinuating to the audience to do. And he's accepting a lifetime, and, uh, a lifetime Achievement Award. Beautiful night in this neighborhood. It's, 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 a great, it's a great moment. So many people have helped me to come to this night. Some of you are here, some are far away, some are even in heaven. All of us have special ones who have loved us into being. Would you just take, along with me, 10 seconds to think of the people who have helped you become who you are? Those who have cared about you and wanted what was best for you in life. Ten seconds of silence. I'll watch the time. Whomever you've been thinking about, how pleased they must be to know the difference you feel they've made. You know, they're the kind of people television does well to offer our world. Special thanks to my family. Amazing, right? Todd, were you, um, were you thinking of Bud Friedman, too? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. Well, anyway, right, da Daniel. All right, goodbye. Bye. <laughs> wow, that was that was good for me. That was good. That was a long talk, but I f felt it was cathartic. Let me call Nick Lipa. Call Nick Lipa. You'll need to unlock your iPhone first. Mainly, I just want to tell him I have a jingle. Okay. For him. Here's contact information for Nick Leeper. How's it sound? I can't wait to find out. Who were you thinking of during Mr. Rogers? I knew who I was thinking of. Few people, actually. A few people, actually. It's a good thing to do. It's a good thing. Hold on. Calling Nick Leeper. Hey, Todd. What's up? Uh, you caught me on my run. What did you say? I said you caught me on my run. I did. Well, hold on. Stop. Yeah. Stop everything you're doing. Will you stop? Yeah, I'm stopped.
Did you hear that line? Let's hear about his grandmother. And then yeah, you heard hear. you heard a whistle. What do you think? <laughs> this is great. Did you hear the line about he always has a story? What was that word? Like, give me that line. Let me hear how clear it is. Do you always have a story <laughs> to tell? I, I, yeah, you always have a story. He always has a story or three. Oh, Hey, this is how he's always got a story or three. It's, it doesn't even rhyme. It's just great. Sean, thank you for that. I don't even have anything to talk to you about, but I wanted to play that for you for next time. Oh, you know, it's great. Is there anything you want to... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually I'm actually really happy you called. I have, a, I have a favor I have to ask you. You know you're on and, the uh, podcast, though. Of course you do. Yeah, yeah, it's totally fine. I'm, I, I got evicted out of my apartment for uh, having a baby cow. In it. No. <laughs> uh, they, I brought the cow down to the dog park, do you, do and people you, were like, "What type of dog is that?" Wait, just like, oh, you're it's lying. A, it's a mix. I and, Are you lying? Yeah. yeah oh. No. <laughs> no. By the way, that's not that far. I mean, your mom did bring a, a cow into the nail salon, so I don't know. Uh, you know, they yeah, say it, the, could, it could be believable. You know, they say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> this is the type of show I do right now. Nick Lipa, Nick Lipa, he's always got a thing, a thing. Nick Lipa. Oh, it's catchy. It's very catchy. You know what? People say it. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Because, you know, your grandmother with that naked picture of her that she made you watch. Listen, Nick. I got. Uh, it. We're, I'm. I'm wrapping my. I wanted to call now. Next week, you have something to look forward to. Go back to your run. All right. I will see you next week. All right. Bye. Call Danny LaBelle. Sorry. I'm having trouble. By the way, there's some old. Lately, I've been like liking to go around and listen to. Uh, um. Just, just. I guess you know we're gonna look back on commercials like now today. I get it, but it's still it's so. He's trying. This is a commercial for Briars, implying that this little kid. Well, there's so many ingredients in these other ice creams. You know, you can't even pronounce it. You know, he's just a little kid trying to eat some ice cream. Diglycerides, Johnny. Cellulose gum, Johnny. Pie, pie. 
Poly Sorbet 80, Johnny. Unlike most ice cream, the Briars ice cream label is easy to read because we use only all natural ingredients. No. Yes, milk, Johnny. Cream. Right, cream, Johnny. Strawberry. Yes, Johnny, strawberry. Briars. Yes, Johnny Briars, the all natural ice cream. That's right. Can you? Briars, old fashioned. Everything's okay because you're gonna have some briars over ice cream. And only sustainably farmed vanilla. What is this? A vanilla pizza? The old commercials. Why can't Johnny read? Why can't Johnny read? Who's your eyes, Johnny? Cellulose gum, Johnny. Polly, Polly. Polly Sorbet 80, Johnny. Unlike most ice cream, the Briars ice cream label is easy That's to read. Everything's fine. The reason I talk like this is because I am trying to sell you on a Petrus Farms. Yeah, you can listen to me because I'm just a regular guy. I know what I'm doing. I'm right. Um, right, what's I this? I them briars because they have poly sorbate 80. Briars are natural. They don't do that kind of stuff. Only milk, cream, sugar, and vanilla. Briars all natural. Taste, not technology. All right, they're a sponsor. I don't want to lie. I feel bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, poly briars all natural. You know, this is just one more example. I played it before on the show, but I'll play it again because whenever I ask anybody, especially the younger you are, and you don't know when some decisions, and you, it takes a lot, and you got to learn about stuff. What what side do I take? I just always say, remember, whatever seems extreme in the time. Like, come on, you know. What they're just representing the times. I mean, that is the way it is. But when I listen to these old coffee commercials, it's like just so. It's like, wait, that. I mean, the women did make the coffee then. I get it, but that doesn't matter. You know, it's like so. Look at this guy here. You make me feel very unwifely, McNaughton. Go barbecue. I still say don't serve your awful coffee with my steaks. So they're having people over, and he doesn't want his wife to. Served his awful coffee with his steaks. This is a commercial. My coffee, I could cry. She could cry because her husband doesn't. Your coffee, sir. Now, this is a guy shaving in the morning, and his wife comes into the bathroom, and she gives him a cup of coffee. Beautiful. You're welcome. He says, thank you. How can such a pretty wife make such bad coffee? I heard that. Now this woman comes downstairs, it's her anniversary, and her husband's sitting at the kitchen table, and it's their anniversary, and she makes him a cup of coffee. She hands it to him. Glum! Nothing? Well, it's your coffee. Again? Even today? Honey, your coffee just doesn't taste any good. This must have been such a nice vacation. <laughs> Did you ever see Larry looking so happy? Oh, honey, now this is when three couples are sitting around, and the one wife very lovingly goes, oh, look how happy uh, he looks, Her, my husband, whatever his name was. I mean, this is a vacation. <laughs> Away from your coffee. That's why he was happy, because it was a vacation from her coffee. Oh, it's never very good. But still, I I'll get some at the plant. Go get some coffee at the Hello? plant. Is the coffee all right? Mm-mm. You mean it's as bad as yesterday? Mm-mm. No improvement at all? 
Harold, don't just shake your head. You've got to tell me what's wrong with the coffee. Bad taste. Attention, ladies, please. Right now, at the end of aisle two, I've set out a brand new, can't-miss, husband-pleasing coffee. Oh, no. What's wrong? Well, it's your coffee again. The desk sergeant at the station makes better coffee than this. Every he said, oh, God, one of the guys down at the station makes better coffee than this. Hey, honey. You know, and, and you can't help it every time you watch one of them. Why don't you make your own coffee, you fuck? The coffee tastes terrible. Oh. This is Olsen. Mary, come in. My goodness. You look as if you lost your last friend. It's my Jim again. You should have heard him this morning. Mary, your coffee is as undrinkable as ever. You and Tom are enjoying meeting all your new neighbors, Diane? Oh, we are. Oh, I'm so glad. You made it. Sorry, I got a little messy there, folks, but you'll get the gist of it. More shitty, more shitty mean people. Thank you for the flowers. You're welcome, darling. But if you could do one thing for me. What? Try to do something about your coffee. I hoped it would be better today. Harvey, want anything special for your birthday? Just a decent cup of coffee. You're kidding. I'm serious. Honey, your coffee's undrinkable. Pretty harsh. Well, so's your coffee. You know, the girls down at the office make better coffee on their hot plates. Well... You know what? Enough of this. Enough of this horrible mean. I can't listen anymore. Call Danny LaBelle. We're going to go in for clothes here in a second. Danny LaBelle. Okay. Here's contact information for Daniel. Let's see. What does Danny do? What is he talking about? Hey, is Todd Glass? Yes. Hi. Who is call- who? Who's there? Who am I talking to? Good Lord. It's him. Oh, my well, God. I'm, uh, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm a big, big fan. I'm a big fan. Uh, I, I assume you probably called for uh, my buddy Dan here, but uh, you don't mind me just taking the time to say so. I'm, I'm a real big fan. I'm, oh, who is this? My name is Clark. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. I did call for Danny. Are you staying with him? Yeah, I, I, just, uh, I just hang around here sometimes. uh Send to his mail and such, you know. He, he leaves uh, mail on the patio, and uh, I'll, uh, I'll occasionally come and collect it for him. Wait, so you're not? A- this is not Alan? Oh no, no, I'm I'm a neighbor of his, but um, you know, he uh, he could be a little careless and forgetful, and uh, he leaves stuff around. Like he left his phone on the patio. That's how I have it now. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, do you know who yeah, I? So I always, I always swing by, and sometimes I'll uh, pick up his mail. He sometimes he gets packages from uh, the Amazon, and uh, what type so I'll of? I'll collect them sometimes, and I'll bring them over to my place. And hey, listen, sort through them. I hate to be nosy, but just between me and you, I'll edit this out. I mean, oh. you know, what what type of Amazon stuff does he get? Be honest. Come on. Well, I mean, uh, give me some I dirt. I mean, he busts. Yeah, one one that I thought was kind of uh, well was I I saw you got a a hundred yo plate yogurts. All right, well that's no big deal. 
What's your name again? What's your name? Different variety of. Can of I ask yogurt. you a question? Are you call it yogurt or yogurt? I call it yogurt, and I'd like to ask you a question. Why? I'm gonna, I'm not stupid. Why did you pick up his phone? Like it's his phone. Why did you need to? You said you came over to get it, but why did you need to pick it up? Literally pick up the call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not stupid, all right. I know that. I, uh, I've been listening to you for quite a while, and the. Uh, uh, don't try to butter me up. The podcast that you do there. Okay. And uh, yeah, no, I'm a big fan. You still didn't answer my question. Why did you, when you see someone calling somebody's phone, even if he left it outside and you're returning it to him, which you claim, which I have every reason to believe, what made you pick it up and go, hello? Oh, yeah, that's just my, it's in my nature to do that kind of thing, you know. I'll uh, oh. try to be helpful. And to help, well, helpful in what of, uh, sense? How is this, uh, no, 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 see, you almost got me there. Helpful in the sense of what? How does this uh, help? Well, I mean, I'm his neighbor, you know. I live nearby. Okay. Why didn't you just like take the phone? If I take the phone and just say, "Hey, Danny, you left your phone outside." I, if you most helpful you could have been is, "Hey, it rang while I had it. You looks like you have a call." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that good humor that you do. I love it. No, 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 no. I'm not doing a joke. What you? Nah, never mind. It's not worth it. Thanks for thanks for picking up. Yeah, no problem. You still got that sidekick on your show? Your sidekick, meaning who is that? What, his name was Randy or something? No. No. You ever had a sidekick named Randy, Randy the Foghorn guy? No, I never had a guy Randy. You know, he used to have have a foghorn every time you made a... Oh, you're well. No, I never had. I I had a different. I think what you're talking about is, uh, you know, like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I used to fall asleep to that. Hold on, what do you think? Of- if that's what you were getting at, I'd be happy to do that for you. Sort it out. I don't charge nothing for it. No? What are you talking about? I'd just come back and see around your place if you want to tell me your address. and I'd be more than happy to... What's your name you again? I'm sorry I forgot. Too. I don't mean to be rude. Say your name again. Clark. Okay. Well, Clark, I, I what I was saying before, and again, I've smoked a little bit, but uh, yeah, I just I called to talk to Danny. So and and I and I and I was just I was being inquisitive to why you picked up Danny's phone. There's no doubt about it. And I don't know if I still got an answer. Maybe it's not my answer to be gotten. But I'm gonna have to say oh, goodbye. Yeah. I'm gonna say goodbye. But you were smoking what, reefers? No, 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 no. I'm uh, look. I want to be polite. I'm gonna say goodbye. I called to oh. talk to Danny, but if Danny's not there, I totally understand. And I'm just gonna say goodbye, not in a bad way. Just I called, you know, just like I called for Danny. You want me to read you one of his mails that came in? <laughs> no, that's none of my business. Cause I got a sweet postcard here from his mom. 
I mean, does he have a good relationship? Well, I'll read it to you. Well, no, 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 no. Here, hold on. It says, uh, hey, Danny, uh, I hope you're managing well in the coronavirus. I have. Uh, no, I don't. Look, look, hey, 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 Clark, Clark, Clark. I can't play. This what? is none of my business, and I don't want to edit it out. Oh. Now, why are we want to. I'll wanna... read you a different one. Here's, here's oh, one. I guess. This one's from a collector, a debt collector. <laughs> account number one. No. No. Shh. Okay, zero, listen. I have to listen. Three look at it. What? Yeah, this is an Amazon package that he's got here. Okay, no, no, no. Da uh, hey, uh, Clark, I'm trying to be got some kind of a USB cable oh. and some drawers in it. Some what? Some drawers. What do, what do you mean by what? I don't understand the word. You're probably, it could be me, but you have a little bit of an accent maybe. Under, undergarments. Oh, okay. So what's wrong with that? Nothing. I think it's a nice combination. They put them both in the same package, though. Yeah. What? What two things? What two a, things? A USB cable. Well, something. Some, size three XL. Sometimes uh, Amazon. It's a boxer brief. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. Sometimes Amazon does. You get some batteries and then also, you know, underwear in the same. You know. But you'd never think the same company makes those two things, you know? No, you wouldn't. Well, they don't. It's just where they're packaged. Oh, no. Gee whiz. Yeah. You want to hear something nice? Do you like this? Yeah. You, give me... Do you, do you like uh, the piano? Oh, yes. I love the piano. Uh, you like Chelsea Dagger? Go ahead. Let's hear it. Da, 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 da. Nice memory for me. Yeah, does, why does it bring up a nice memory? Tell me the story. Yeah, that's a nice memory. What? What? What's the memory? Tell me. Well, it was a native girl in Hawaii. Go yeah, ahead. it was about thirty years ago. Go ahead. And it has to do with I this was song. Visiting the Hawaiian Islands. Mm -hmm. And I was in the lobby of the hotel. A real nice native girl there. And she had one of those flower necklaces on. I forget what they're called. The lays. Is there a What's baby? That? Is there a no, baby? I didn't get laid, but I met no, no, no. Is there a baby yeah. in the background? Which is fine. What's that? <laughs> Hello. Is there a baby? I hear a baby. Yeah, that's one of my neighbor's kids. Not Danny, the other one. Tom. Okay, what's your story that has to do with this song? Oh, yeah, I was in the hotel lobby there, and uh, I was traveling the Hawaiian Islands, and they were playing an uh, older fellow was playing the piano there. Must have been, I guess, 60, 70 years old, but his, his fingers still moved nice, and, and he was playing in the lobby there. That's when I met that native girl. Here's one from his landlord. I'll read you this one. Daniel. That's formal. Old 
Well, I didn't have to bring this kid back. It's a noisy. Yeah. Wait, is this where is this kid? Is this, this your Daniel? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, Clark. I gotta stop you. Who's what? Where's the kid? Kid, you have a, you have a child? Am I with the child? No. Do you have a child? You have a child. That sounds like you have a child. I'm just curious. I'm just making a conversation. Well, it's my neighbor Tom's kid. He left it out in the yard. What? Okay. So he's you you I'm just hearing him. So you're in things like that. I picked up mail from Danny, and I picked up this kid over at Tom's house. All right. So he's in his yard, just having a good time. How old is he? The kid? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I guess it'd have to be somewhere under ten years old. Oh. Well, older than I thought. Have it measured, I suppose. Okay. So go ahead. So you so look. I gotta I gotta go to close here. But so this song reminds you of a story. Can you hear the song? Yes, it's a wild memory. You, you, you'll want to hear it, probably. If you want, I'll tell you the whole, the whole oh, tale. Listen, I'd love to hear it. We'll go to close, and we'll hear a great story. I love, I love to bring my show to close with just a beautiful story about this song. Yeah, well, it all started with frequent flyer miles that I'd saved up. I'd accumulated them for quite a while, and I actually should be a little grateful to... Uh, I used to have a neighbor live there before Danny who left a uh, credit card application and I was able to fill it out on his behalf and I got a whole bunch of airline miles. And um, I took a trip to the Hawaiian Islands because I felt I needed just something in my life to bring in some fresh air and get a nice view of the Pacific Ocean in a way that I've never seen it before. That's right. We're going to take you back to your father, Todd. No problem. No problem. Yeah, maybe I'll give me a little thank you for this, too. Yeah, so anyway, I uh, I took that trip. Then I took it alone, mind you, Todd. I didn't have anybody with me. I just took a little bit of luggage, whatever I could fit into a backpack. And I head out there, and I said to myself, have a good time. You know, you Clark, you're getting older, and... You know, make it and make the most of it. Maybe I give myself some pulled pork for the right. first time. Okay. I never had it right off his ticket. Right. And, uh, pulled uh, pulled pork. You're then, saying? Uh, hold on, hold on. Just so you know, I'm listening. Those sweet little rolls that you can get He's them not in the listening. supermarket here too, if you like. But can you I know, can I interrupt you? Hello, 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 hello. That girl. She had that flower. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah. What's that? Pulled, did you say pulled pork? Oh, yeah. You can get it out there, Todd. You'd like it, too, you know? Okay. You'd like it, too. I'm sure right, can you, you he- Can you, you hear me? Cause... And, and you can go around, and they'll tell you where to get it. And it's all pretty good. All right. Continue your yeah. story. Yeah, I did the whole thing on frequent flyer miles. All like good. I point out that because uh, it's just a good thing to do. But boy, I tell you, I was in that hotel lobby there. And that has to do with your story. Your story has to do with this song? Yeah, I'm just getting to that. Oh, no, take your time. Take your time. Let story breathe a little bit. No, you know what? You're so right. Do not let, do not let. That's your problem. You're always trying to rush everything. That's what you are. I don't mind it. Appreciation. I couldn't and agree I more. Felt, I always felt that way. Thank you. But anyway, I, 
I suppose it's worth telling that this fella must have been nearly 70, if not uh, 70 years old. And his fingers still moved pretty smooth. They didn't uh, cramp up on him. He was hitting those keys like a younger man. And I commend him for that. And uh, and that's when I met that young girl. She uh, had a flower necklace. I forget what they're called out there, but... Uh, they're lays. No, I didn't get laid. But no, I, uh, no, no, no. You, well, you make the same joke twice. It's going out and, of your way for that um, bad joke. And she came up to me and she said, Hello, sir. Can I help you with your luggage? I said, No, I only have this one little bag. It's not too much for me to handle. And I could tell the way she was looking at me that she saw there was something a little special about me, a little different than probably most of the folks she gets in there. And okay. she started telling me about all these local attractions. I never even asked her nothing. She said, oh, you can go. And, and then all the hotel amenities. And, I mean, I, I really felt that... I mean, I don't want to be a braggart or anything, to you, but I really felt there was something there. And uh, meanwhile, in the background, the whole time, those fingers didn't stop. That fella kept playing those keys and... And, uh, oh, I remember a family with two kids came in. They had little rolly suitcases. The kids did, not the, the parents. They had the big rolly suitcases, but the kids with the little ones in there were adorable. So what else do you want to know? Oh, is that that? Oh, was that it? Not good enough for you. No. <laughs> I, to be honest, I appreciate Everybody's it. Everybody's a big star from Philadelphia. No, you know? no, stop, stop. You're being silly. You're being silly. Well, look, some of us regular folks have regular folk stories, but I thought that was pretty nifty. I loved it. And that's a true story. Well, throw a shark in there for you to no, no. It, uh, Stop, stop. Stop. You're making a problem, and there's no problem to be had. I love that story. I'm just busting your chops, but oh. you know, you act like it wasn't a good story. But no. I tell you, I told Look, that story to a lot of people at the bank, and they loved it. Every, every story is a good story because it's a, because it's life. Yeah, it's and thank it's, you because it's real. It's a real it's story. Not like the crap you get when you go to the movies. When you now, go to the no, no, that no. really happens. With well, listen, I want running around in capes. Thank you for coming on. And uh, is there anything you're in a you're in a play? Do I understand you're doing a play on Broadway? Is that true? I, that's what I heard. That's what my producer no, told me. No, no, you're confusing me. I'm writing a book about toffee. You're writing a book about what? Toffee. Like, what do you mean, toffee? T o f f y, toffee. You're writing a uh, book about toffee, like like candy? Yeah, that's right. But what is I've your been background? For 13 years. What is your background with candy? Well, I like it. No. All right. Well, thank you. You used to get stuck in the back of my teeth. And yeah. then I start going around and I told people about it. And they all told me the same thing had happened to them. So that I is... said, well, geez, you think it'd be in a book or something. And someone said, well, why don't you write it? So I've been working on it for 13 years. Oh, you you want to debut it here? Well, I don't think it'll be ready for quite some time. Oh, you're writing it still. Okay. No, no, no. Like I get that. it. Never let things breathe. I'm in the business, so I understand. Well, um, you're a Hollywood guy. I'm a Hollywood. I mean, of course. Folks, we take our time with coffee. I'm a Hollywood guy. Listen, Danny, I want to thank you 
Very, we have one who? caller. Oh. You're talking to who? I'm, I'm sorry. You want me to get the phone to Danny? I'll get it. No, no, no. I don't have time. I don't have time. Hey, who is... Uh... No, 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 no. I don't have time. I have to go. But I want to I'm thank you. I'm going to make a prediction right here and now. Your name is Craig, right? No, Clark. Clark. But I'm, I'm sorry. Something. Clark. I, I'm going to make a prediction that you're a butternut... Not a... Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. No, what? No, no, no. No, no, you're fine. No, no, no. I, no, I, no, I, no. I'm going to say you're a butterscotch fella. You like butterscotch. Oh, I love butterscotch. Matter of fact, when I used to work uh, at Dairy Queen, everyone yeah, else... You thought I didn't have any uh, tools up my belt. No, I didn't say that. That might have been no, your you insecurity. Said that, you know. No, I never said but, uh, that. I record the show. It, it didn't happen. It never happened. You, kind of said, you were you were making an implication, a very strong one. Of, no, no, but, no, no. But anyway, anyway, I mean, but anyway. Now, suppose you'd run into a fellow at the bank, and he told you that uh, you'd be fairly impressed if you remove all your glitzy, glammy showbiz. Right? Yes, and I want to apologize, but I thank you for thank your time, and I appreciate your call. And I'll give you the last word. Is there any words of advice you want to give to our listeners? Because we're going in for the close, Danny. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, Clark. Can I get yeah, well, you? Well, the thing I would say is to just, well, if anything, be a good neighbor. And you can go around. I collected 15 Amazon packages today from different neighbors of mine that was just sitting in front of their house. But it got rained on or something. And I take them home and I keep an inventory of them. And I open them up and... I take out what's necessary, and then I bring over, you know, and sometimes some people are like, hey, that's not, I never ordered the, for instance, the Yoplates, Danny ordered much too much Yoplate, I gave a bunch to different folks around the block, and they were all very grateful, it's just something you could do in these tough times with the coronavirus, and something to brighten up the neighborhood. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Danny LaBelle. Much more than this, I did it my way. Yes, there were times, I'm sure you knew, when I belong more than I could chew. But through it And spit it out, the record shows, I took the blows, and did it my way. I love Danny LaBelle. He commits. He commits. I should probably call him back and say goodbye. But I want him to, what is he? Mm-hmm. All right, it's time to say goodbye. I'm going to call Danny LaBelle back. Call Danny LaBelle. Okay, he's Daniel. I should call him. Why don't we hang it up? Who was it I was talking to? What was the guy's name? Craig? No, it wasn't Craig. Help you. What? This you again, Todd? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I apologize. Who was I talking to last time? It's the same fella, Clark. Oh, Clark. Is Danny there, actually? Well, I could walk the phone over to him. He's only a few houses down the block. 
Oh, down the block. Well, why didn't you, when you found his phone, give it back to him? Well, it was sitting out on his patio. Okay, do me a favor. Talk to... Walk, walk the phone down the street, and then it just, you just talk to me the whole way. That way we can make it. Because I, I got right, to... My, my show is closing. So I have... I just want to say goodbye to Danny so quick. I have about two minutes, three minutes, four oh. minutes max, to be honest. Uh. So I just right, well, I can get there in one if you. I felt bad it. because I hung up abruptly. But who is that? Who is the kid in the background? That's what I'm worried hey, about. Where the hell is my baby? All right, take your child back. Here. Where the hell? Where the hell you think I'm taking my baby? Right, oh my God! Time, Who's, why is there about? fighting going on around a child? Oh my God! Uh, I think you, you always have something to say. Is everything okay right. over there? Is everything okay? Yeah, I'm almost uh, well, deal with it. Oh, my God. D don't be yelling you. at each other. I want you guys to get along. The baby needs to be around love. I know it's Italian love but or Jewish love, but let's have less yelling. Okay, so. Hang on. Here he is. Hey. Danny. This is your phone, isn't it? They forget okay. they're even on the right, call. Well, I bet they forget they're on the podcast. Someone on here? Todd? Yes. Danny? Right. How's it going? Danny. How long you been on the phone for? Oh, my God, Danny, you don't know. First of all, is his name Clark? Yeah, it's a, I got this crazy neighbor, Clark. He steals stuff off my patio. Well, it's something I thought was weird because I called him to, I called you and he picked up and he said, oh, I, he left his phone. I said, yeah, but even if he left it, why are you answering it? Why would you answer somebody else's phone? Am I right? Am I, am I feeling you? Yeah, well, I mean, they, that guy's a menace to the whole neighborhood. He's been stealing off of everybody. I think he took somebody's kid and replaced it with a different kid the other day. Wow. So because he did, there was a kid in the background, which I don't like to make light of that stuff. Was that, if that was his, he, I, I felt like it, he said his nephew? I don't know. I, I yeah. try to stay away from him as much as possible. Well, I, listen, I put up a security camera because I think he's stealing my Amazon packages. Oh, shit. You know what? He was saying something about some of the Amazon packages. Definitely. He about, was? Yes, yes. He said, do you want to know what some of his Amazon packages are? And to be honest, I've been smoking a little pot and I forget, but he definitely alluded towards knowing what your Amazon packages were. Uh, I'm sorry to be the... To the neighborhood watch. Oh, well, you're a part of... Oh, are you a part of the Neighborhood Watch? No, but I support them, at least. No, what, what anyway. type of stuff do they do? Is it a, is, Can they get anything done in Neighborhood... I always thought that was a joke, like Neighborhood Watch. What do they actually do? Be honest. Well, they watch in the neighborhood. They go around and... Like, what's a night like? Walk me through a night. What? Walk me through one of their nights. I don't know. I never spent time with them like that. I just see them around. They're always watching. I had one of them looking at my bedroom window the other day. Just watching? Yeah, they're part of the neighborhood watch. And then what do they do if they just uh, they keep an eye out? But what do they do in the event of... I mean, because people talk about neighborhood watch helps cut down crime. I'm just trying to understand it. So they watch, of course. They keep an eye out. Now, what do they do if they see something erroneous? I don't know that they, they need to do anything more than watch. They just watch. They I, just I keep in. People see them watching. He watches me in the, in the bathroom. I always, uh, I had to put in a, a foggy window 
You know, one of those ones that always looked foggy because he would always just stand and watch me in the window. But he had a neighborhood watch jacket on, so there's nothing I could say. All right, listen, Danny, I spent all the time talking to Clark. Now I got to go to close. I'm going to call you next week on the Todd Glass Show. I'd love to do it sometime. I hear you spoke to my assistant, Alan, last time. I did. I spoke to your assistant. It would be nice if I could do the show. Well, I, 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 you know, we could talk about what we talked to Alan about. Clark was, you know, nothing too controversial. Anyway, thank you very much, and uh, we'll talk later. That guy Clark is boring. I'm surprised you even were able to keep him on the phone. Well, you know, I could make it work either way, but thank you. We'll talk later. All right. I'll talk to you Bye, Danny. Well, everybody... Thank you. Thank you. Who did you think about during Mr. Rogers? Who'd you think about? Yes, I help you get through the hard times. I'm with you. It's another close of the Todd Glass Show. This is the best show I've ever heard. Soak in. I said it before, but I'm talking. You needed to hear it more this week. Play it louder, Aristotle. Bring it in with some oomph. Chris Farron on vocals and guitar. JJ Kirkpatrick. JJ Kirkpatrick on trumpet. Mr. Rogers. It's you I like. It's not the things you wear. Not the way you do your hair But it's you I like The way you are right now The way down deep inside you Not the things that hide you Not your toys They're just beside you But it's you I like Every part of you your skin, your eyes, your feelings Whether old or new And I hope that you'll remember Even when you're feeling blue That it's you I like It's you yourself It's you It's you It's you I like
It's you I like. Stop and a podcast. <clears throat> a podcast network.